Welcome to Prepped. My name is John Wood. Prepped is a series of interviews to focus on hospitality operations, but particularly right now, on how the sector is adapting during these unprecedented times with COVID-19. My background? Well, I'm a Michelin star chef with over 35 years of experience of running some of the world's best restaurants and hotels across four continents. And I'm the co-founder of Kitchen Cut. Throughout this podcast series, I'll be speaking to a variety of operators and experts to see how they're doing, what their current situation is, and what their recommendations are for the future. So join me on this episode, and as always, you can send me any questions or simply connect on Twitter at PreppedJohnWood. Today without having with us is Neil Graham. Uh, Neil Graham is the founding managing director of Space International one of the UK's leading hospitality recruiters. Launched in 2010 with a remit to search and select the very finest talent in the hospitality sector. Neil initially trained as a chef in the four and five star market, but in early 2000, he launched his own food and beverage consultancy. This consultancy then led Neil to understand uh, that finding the next generation of hospitality personnel was what really excited him. 20 years on, Neil and Space International at the forefront of hospitality recruitment, having interviewed over 50,000 people in his career and screened and reviewed literally millions of CVs. Hi, Neil. Welcome. How are you today? Yeah, I'm very well, John. Thank you very much for having me on your podcast. Firstly, just question is, how is everything going for you? What does your day now consist of? Uh, totally different experience to have ever ever done before. Uh, I must admit I'm a bit of a house husband. Working from home in recruitment is fairly straightforward but with little or no recruitment in the hospitality community at the moment I tend to find myself filling my day with uh, the general household chores. Uh, making sure that my wife has tea and coffee. My wife does work from home. She works in her social services so uh, she is on the, the front line of helping the, uh, uh, the vulnerable but I keep myself busy with sort of answering a few emails, sort of uh, making sure the house is tidy. Fantastic. Oh, that's good. That's good. And, and before lockdown, what plans did, you, did Space have in place and, and what were you looking at doing and, and hopefully go back to doing, you know, when, when this is all over? Well, I must admit, 2020 was a, a fantastic year for us. Um, we'd had our f- a record first quarter. Uh, our year starts in sort of our financial year starts in November. So November through to sort of uh, January was uh, the best we'd ever had. Uh, we were celebrating 10 years in October 2020 of the business. I turned 50 myself in October. So we were going to have a very large party to celebrate uh, 10 years of space and 50 years of Neil Graham. Um, may not get there at the moment with the lockdown, but we'll certainly uh, see what we can do. Uh, and, and business was looking very strong, a truly a, a global international recruiter, uh, projects that we'd completed in the past six months in locations like Singapore, Hong Kong, the USA, uh, Qatar, uh, Europe, recruiting into Spain, Germany and the, and the UK. So business itself was very strong. We were continuing to build our brand. We were looking at creating um, space YouTube our first sort of online social media portal in conjunction with uh, clients, hotels and restaurants. And the idea was to go in and film their their chefs at work and create our own sort of YouTube channel to do that, to highlight the quality, the consistency, the excellence of the food and beverage hospitality business in the UK. That sounds superb. I'm sure it will all come back and and you'll continue doing that. That's really, very good. Yeah. 
just in your opinion, I mean, you, you work across restaurants and hotels, catering in, uh, businesses and all variety of different things in hospitality is, who do you think is going to be most affected by this pandemic and, and, you know, uh, and will have a knock-on effect too? Different industries will be affected. I think the hotel industry will be hit hard simply because the international travel won't be traveling anymore. Not for the foreseeable, I think 2020 will be gone. The organizations, the more, the people who will succeed, I think, will be the, the more localized restaurants. Uh, people will go more local rather than obviously sort of uh, drive a little bit more of a distance. So I think the, the organizations that will succeed will be your local restaurants, your, your organizations who can offer food and beverage service. I think people who will be affected will be people like event caterers who organize for groups because there will be a concern about mass gatherings. Uh, large stadium will be affected I think for 2020 possibly early 2021 I think the stadium markets the those sorts of markets will challenge people will just be socially concerned about getting out uh, and joining large groups of individuals I think contract caterers will probably do slightly better again when people do return to work, they will tend to stay within their office space rather than travel out like they used to do before. So I think there'll be some winners and some losers. But I think overall, the industry is going to change, whatever happens. We won't go through this life-changing event with it going back to normal tomorrow. Uh, and what do you think that landscape will look like? In My predictions? Um, I think there will be limited growth, I think, uh, there'll be no new openings for the remainder of 2020 uh, into 2021. I think there's a, a few hotel plans to open this year that will probably be pushed back three, six, nine months until the market starts to return. Uh, it's interesting. Um, we had a conversation earlier about you know people wanting to, you know, having to cook at home and sort of how they will perceive the market. I think when it initially opens, everybody will want to get out. Uh, you stick someone in a box, as soon as that box is open, you want to go out, you want to do things. Um, I think we will go into recession if we've not already gone into recession. But there will be a short-term boom where people will get out to shops and they want to spend money. It's human nature uh, when you're told you can't do something. So I think there will be an initial burst of energy where people will want to experience what they used to have. But I think that will then sort of um, slow down. Uh, we spoke about social distancing. I think hotels, restaurants, the retail industry will have to look at how we do that. I think queues will come back in to be part of the norm. Yeah. Um, it will be interesting if you've got some, uh, a business in a shopping center. Yeah. Because the shopping centers are going to have to manage that even harder than sort of a local. So I think this actually may help a lot of local businesses. Um, looking at press, looking at the press, uh, what I have noticed is a lot of the local food, retail, hospitality businesses are doing better than they used to do before. Simply, people don't want to queue up for an hour just to get into your local Tesco's or, or Sainsbury's. Mm. It's easier to pop down to your local store. So I think if they can build that loyalty, so I think the local high streets will come back in a different way. And what do you think that businesses um, should be doing, you know, now? Um, obviously, they've furloughed a lot of staff. They've kept people on, you know, uh, they can still train. I think this gives you the chance to assess what your business is and what you deliver and how you deliver it from supply chain to, to food service to customer engagement. Uh, 
um, building loyalty in your staff. A, a lot of organizations have lost staff loyalty by furloughing in the way they furloughed them. Straight away, there's a government offer in place, we're going to furlough you. The, the, the challenge before that was a lot of, start, a lot of companies made a, a knee-jerk reaction to say, we're going to let you go. And they let people go before the furlough scheme kicked in. So there's a lot of disgruntled hospitality personnel out there who have, as soon as the market comes back, will start looking for a job and they'll be more cautious about who they go and work for. So HR directors should be looking at how do we recruit the right people and how do we offer those services to them? I think Brexit is no longer an issue because those staff shortages, yeah, there won't be staff shortages. Um, we will lose probably about 25-30% of the hospitality sector. Businesses simply won't reopen. Uh, ownership, management, companies will go, you know, it, it wasn't profitable. Let's use this as a reason to close the business. So I think we'll find there'll be a lot more gaps in the hospitality sector. Uh, predominantly more of the, the groups and the commercial businesses that, you know, will use this as a reasoning to say to landlords, I can't afford it, we're not going to reopen. And the landlords can't really do anything about it. Um, so there's a lot of uncertainty out there of what and how we do. But I think the industry in, whether it be three months, six months, nine months, will probably be 25 to 30% down on where we were this time last year. Um, the positives, there'll be a lot more personnel. People will be allowed to, uh, will be able to find personnel who are better suited to their business. Whether they then take that uh, and, and run with it will be interesting. Um, but I think that it's probably put not just our sector back by five years, it's probably put our country back by, by five years. One of the, the concerns will be when the business does open, do people have money in place to, to fund you know, that first month's salary? Buying all the produce again, when your business has been closed for three months, four months, five months, you've got no revenue coming in. How do you go about buying your first bulk produce because that's going to be your biggest order of the year yeah the end of the first month the trading how do you pay your staff salaries yeah because that's going to be a large expense as soon as you open again landlords are going to be asking for their for their rent yeah so making sure that they've got enough cash in the bank to cover them for the first one month two months three months is going to be an interesting challenge yeah, we, we've been speaking to a number of uh, big suppliers in the UK and they're saying the landscape will change for them. Gone will be the days of 90 days, 120 days, 150 days credit. They, just, they can't afford to do that. Yeah. So people are going to have to pay earlier as well, you know, uh, for invoices, which was quite interesting. So it's going to be pressure coming in from landlords, from suppliers, from everybody. It's going to make it... It's not going to be easy coming out the other end, no. like you say. And, and if you're having to do social distancing and run at 50% occupancy or 40 or 30% occupancy, you don't need a full team yeah. <laughs> to do that. And, and, and there must be things we can learn out of this. Businesses will, will have to they'll learn two things. They'll, they'll learn how to manage crisis management in the first place. Mm. Um, this is the first time we've experienced this. This is in... Hong Kong and China, they've experienced this before on a much smaller scale with the likes of, of, of SARS. Um, so I look at Hong Kong and they, they, locked their business, they locked their country up very quickly uh, because they've been through this before. I think Europe and the US 
all of a sudden they will start to uh, if you're in crisis management at the moment and you're a specialist in crisis management come the end of this you'll earn a fortune because you'll be massively in demand uh, of people to turn around and say what if how why what do we do because the big organizations will want to put those crisis management plans in place if this happens again if this ever happens again um, but I think organizations will be more prepared for it when it happens again so you, you can tear up your your budgets for 2020 yeah uh, you can again it's going into totally unknown territory you know how long is a travel ban going to last if you're a big five-star hotel in london used to occupying sort of six seven eight hundred pound a night occupancy 80 percent 90 percent you're going to reopen to two three four percent people aren't going to spend that sort of money because the international travelers won't come in yeah uh, people will want very quickly value for money as well because suddenly they will realize that paying 350 pound a head for a three-star michelin meal yeah won't give them value for money so a lot of people will reevaluate where they are what they are they're sitting at home doing nothing thinking what's important to me in my life on my own personal point of view it was interesting that um, running my own business i i sat there with my laptop or my ipad 24 7 looking at emails coming in coming out thinking how strong is my client base if something went wrong um something went wrong yeah and it's interesting how quickly those emails stop so making sure that you are genuinely building relationships with people when it's not just a service provider at the end of the day because when the market cup does come back how do i reach out and be seen as an individual voice when a hundred other recruiters are doing exactly the same thing yeah so you know it's time to reflect on how you've operated your business strategically um, what you're going to be doing, how you're going to be doing it, how you engage with your staff, the staff that when they come through the door, why are they going to work for you? Yeah, because there will be a lots of jobs out there. Equally, there'll be hundreds and thousands of candidates looking for those jobs. Yeah, I think it's, uh, I mean, the only experience I had of something similar was in, in Dubai when I arrived, <coughs> well, not long after I arrived, 9-11 happened. And yeah. we went from 98% occupancy to zero overnight. Yeah. It just disappeared and everything disappeared across the whole of Jumeirah International Estate and um, you know and, and having to know how to deal with that uh, and it disappeared for a couple of months it came back rather quickly uh, like yeah. you mentioned earlier on people just like give an opportunity and they came back it maybe yeah, I think it'd be different to hear with a pandemic you know as opposed to what happened then um, but yeah it, it's, it's it's knowing what to do and how to deal with it and, and I think you're, you're right about you know people that are experiencing crisis management I think they'll be in huge demand yeah um, as, as a sort of parting gesture, you know, what would you recommend to businesses out there that are... Take the time to assess your business. What are you going to do to build relationships with your customers? And what are you going to do to build relationships or rebuild relationships with your employees or potential employees? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can't, you know, it's unprecedented times. There is no single magical one that you can wave to return it to normal tomorrow because we don't know when lockdown is going to is going to change we don't know when social distancing will stop we don't know business will return yeah so is a chance to assess it go through everything what you do how you do it is this the best way to do it what can i do to to change we've got the pause button on yeah 
how many people in life have been told i don't have time to do this i don't have time to do that well now you do yeah so what can you do by looking at your business from a through to z because you've got the time to do it now yeah no, that's, got, that's great advice now thank you thank you thank you for your time pleasure pleasure and thanks Neil. Safe, everyone i hope you enjoyed this episode next time we'll be talking to chris barber an accomplished chef owner consultant and author who achieved a michelin star and now runs an extremely successful consultancy business hope you can join us and until then don't forget to follow me on twitter at prep john wood and make sure you follow prepped on all major podcast platforms so you never miss out until then stay safe everyone Thank you.